This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down, end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. 303 is the time here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Coming up about 315, we'll be talking to Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers. About 24 hours after the big news came down about Devontae Adams being traded to the Silver and Black. A first-round pick in 2022, a first-round or a second-round pick, excuse me, in 2022 as well. And that's it. Of course, the Raiders had to give up. Uh, a pretty fat contract, but he was going to get that fat contract anywhere he played. So it really doesn't matter. All is good. I think it's a heck of a deal. I know that there's some folks that, you know, look at it and say, oh, this, is, this isn't this is going to be as good as everyone thinks it is. Look, it's about 24 hours since everything's gone, so I'm going to go ahead and roll with it as, as everything is good. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? You, if, you get, if you can find something to hate about with this deal, shut up. I mean, I'll hate on it later. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's plenty of time to break things down. But I just think that the Raiders did a heck of a job. I think that front office has to get a lot of credit for what they were able to do to be able to go and make the moves that they've made and really have done it without a whole lot of people knowing anything. That's the best part. They're just moving in silence. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a that is the best part of it. And I think that it's uh, you know it's going to really help this team moving forward. And and as I was doing a little bit more research on how this thing came together, what I heard was that basically this deal was dead on Wednesday. On Wednesday, they just couldn't come to an agreement. Uh, the Raiders said, okay, thanks, but no thanks, and hung up. And said, all right, well, let's go start exploring other options for other wide receivers. And then all of a sudden, the Packers and them got back on the phone. They were able to hammer it out. I like that. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Right, 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 right. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Well, hold on, hold on. You got to be that fast. So, no, but I like that. I like that they, you know, said, hey, we, we, we can't work out the deal, no doubt. But then they went back to it and revisited it and found a way to get it done. No, no, Erica. What happened? You called Erica? Uh, yes, I did call Erica, but I love the, um, her voicemail where it says, um, leave a detailed message. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah, uh, I do a radio show with you. Uh, and he brought you up. And we would love if you could just call back and be on the show if you get this within the, the next 45 minutes or so. <laughs> that would have that. been that would have been hilarious, by the way. She's probably working. I was like, what? what is going on? Well, who's trying to blow me up? That's funny. Anyway, one quick text from Just Win Wendy, and then we'll get to Edgar Berlanga. Uh, Just Win Wendy said on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, Leopold's and Rasputin Records. Greg Keen of the Greg Keen Band worked at Leopold's. My BFF Donna and I would go there just to pretend to look at records and fangirl out Just Win Wendy. And I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know Greg. I don't know Greg. That's out of my wheelhouse. Of the Greg King Band? What do you my mean? My bad. My bad. I don't know Greg. His name's in the band. Well, I mean, hell, that's great. I don't know him. My bad. I don't know everybody. <laughs> I do know Leopold's and Rasputin's, though. Man. Looking it up real quick. All right. Well, we'll, well, while you look it up, let's go ahead and jump into our next interview. I had an opportunity to catch up with Edgar Berlanger. He's a guy that's been on the show before. He's got a big fight coming on Saturday night against Stephen Rolls. Here's that conversation. 
So far this week, we've been featuring a lot of the fight game here on Unnecessary Roughness on Red Nation Radio 920. Had wrestlers earlier in the week, have boxing later in the week. And joining us right now on the phone line, actually making his return to Unnecessary Roughness, is Edgar, the chosen one, Berlanga. And Edgar, welcome back to the show, my man. Last time we talked to you, you were actually fighting here in Las Vegas. You were going to be on the Wilder Fury card. You won that fight. It was a unanimous decision. Congratulations on the fight and, and, and the win. How have things been going? How are you feeling these days? Uh, everything been going good, man. Um, you know, just locked and loaded and ready to fight this week. You know, main event at the Garden. And, you know, I can't wait. Well, you got knocked down for the first time in your career in the last fight. You tore your bicep in the third round and you still went 10 rounds and one. What did you learn about yourself after that last fight? Um, I already knew that I had, you know, that I had, you know, grit inside me, that 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 grittiness, you know, that that that, that monster inside me. So, you know, it wasn't. You know, I knew that when adversity would come, you know, I, I would be good because I've already been through adversity in my, in my in my entire life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just felt like it was a learning process. You know, it comes with the territory. It comes with the sport of boxing. And, you know, you live and you learn. Like I said, I, I learned, you know, I went through an injury. I fought seven more rounds, won a unanimous decision, won a title. So, you know, I mean, I'm back now main event. I'm happy, man. You know, like everything went well. Yeah, man, that's I mean that's a hell of a thing right there, man. I mean, tearing your bicep in the third round, and like you said, you still go 10, and you still win win a title. I mean, that's fantastic, and now you're the headliner. You were in Las Vegas. Now you're going to be in the Mecca, man, Madison Square Garden, the Hulu Theater to be exact. It's your hometown. You're the main event. How pumped up are you for this one coming up Saturday night? Yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm in my hometown, you know. Uh, it's a blessing, man, you know, to see my name up there on them billboards at the Garden when you walk outside. You know, in the city, man, uh, I've been dreaming of this since I was a kid, you know, and now the time is here and, you know, it's time for me to shine. This is like my stepping stone to become great. You know, for me, it's like it's, this is going to either make me or break me this Saturday. You know, it's all dependent on my performance. You know, I got to go out there and perform to my best ability and look as good as possible, you know, because right now all eyes is on me and especially from my last fight. You know, so I know I got a lot of haters. I got a lot of people that's envying me watching saturday you know but that's all gonna fuel me up to, to to perform well you know i think everyone knows that you are a fantastic fighter i mean you're 18 and no you got 16 knockouts first round knockouts i mean you're you're a hell of a fighter uh what, what does that mean to you to know that you know you've put that on your resume so so far but you still got more to do um you know the, the knockout streak was was fun you know i had fun doing it um you know now it's just time to show the world that i could box you know and um, I got that ability, you know, I'm, I'm really a boxer. I'm truly a boxer. I'm not a, I'm not a puncher. And, um, you know, this fight, man, you know, I'm looking forward to, to really performing and just performing my ass off, man, and just looking amazing. Right now we're talking with uh, the chosen one, Edgar Berlanga, here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Going to be in action Saturday night versus longtime boxing veteran Steve Rolls. You can check out the action on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus. The main card is going to get started at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So what are your thoughts on Rolls? You know, he's a veteran, 11 years in the game, 21-1. and one. What kind of challenges does he present? Um, You know, yeah, that's the type of fights that we need. You know, I'm, I'm that, that, that's what I want. I'm happy that he took the fight. Um. You know, he 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 been in there, you know, with top dog with with, with uh, Triple G, even though he didn't win. But you know, he still he still went up there and fought with the top dog, and um, you know that that says a lot about him. Um, you know, I think he, he he's a he's a veteran. I know he, he has a lot of experience, but um, you know, like me, I'm a young veteran, man. I'm, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for whatever. And you know, we've been we've been working on on a specific game plan that um, you know, that I'm um, 
that I'm accomplishing. I'm going to get to it on Saturday night. You know, as I mentioned, 18-0, you've been fantastic in your young career. How have you seen your game grow since you've been into the, the pro boxing game? Um, You know, you don't get better as a pro knocking people out in the first round. So, you know, for me going those rounds, you know, I've definitely learned a lot. You yeah. know, it's, it's just all about experience, you know, and that's what makes you as a fighter is going through going through the adversity, you know, getting those rounds in a, in a fight, you know. So because at the end of the day, when you go into those those big, big mega fights, you need those rounds under your belt so you can know what it feels like to be in those in, in, in those type of in that type of environment. You know, like if you're not going rounds, if you're not going a distance, certain fights, you know, nobody could really tell you. You can't even tell you your true self. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Again, we're talking right now with the chosen one, Edgar Berlanga, and you've been uh, you've been trying to get ready. You've been preparing. You've been training for this fight. Uh, as I mentioned, Rolls is a veteran, 37 years old. Does the training change any for this fighter, or or is it just business as usual? Yeah, it's business as usual. You know, like I like I said, you know, we we got a game plan, and uh, I'm looking to execute it. Um, you know, I moved training camp to Vegas. You know, I got my rehab and buy and you know my bicep repair. Yeah. Uh, everything done in, in, in Vegas as well. So, you know, camp was amazing, man. And, you know, I'm looking, like I said, man, I'm looking to execute this Saturday and continue my journey to becoming world champ. What is going to be the key to victory? What do you have to accomplish Saturday night so you can leave that ring unblemished? Yeah, um, you know, just uh, good defense, good feet, you know, and a very good jab, you know, and don't, uh, you know, don't rely on the power, you know, like just let it flow. And uh, I feel like, you know, with me – you know, inching in little by little during the rounds, I feel like, you know, it's, it's going to be an early night. Um, You know, if I if I do, which I will, you know, execute my game plan, you know, it's just to stay sharp, stay smart, you know, stay on my toes, defense on point, you know, and um and just, you know, just inch my way in little by little and then land them shots and, uh, you know, wear them out. Well, before I let you go, I got to ask you, do you have any predictions for Saturday night? You're going to be at home. You're in the Mecca. Any kind of plans that you have? Oh, man, I, I just, I, all I'm going to say, man, is, you know, everybody that's going to be tuned in, man, just get your popcorn ready. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be fireworks. Get your drinks ready. Listen, I'm putting on a show. You know, I don't have no prediction. But um, like I said, man, I'm looking to go out there and perform my ass off. Well, I know you will, Edgar. As I, as I said before, we appreciated you when you joined us the, before your last fight. We appreciate you joining us before this fight. Uh, good luck Saturday yes, night, and we look forward to talking to you down the line. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. There he goes. That's the chosen one. Edgar Berlanga will be in action this Saturday night going up against Steve Rolls. You can check out the action on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus. The main card is going to get started at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's been fun this week, man, doing this, talking to these different fighters. Damon earlier in the week talking to wrestlers uh, or talking to a wrestler. Uh, just a lot of fun, and sometimes we got to do that and have a little bit of fun around here on Unnecessary Roughness, which I guess if it's a boxing game, it's always necessary. Necessary Roughness. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. It's a little less than 24 hours since the news broke of Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams being traded to Las Vegas to team up with his college teammate Derek Carr. Spend a little bit of time to go ahead and let that soak in and think about Kind of look at the contract numbers, get the official statement from the Raiders saying that it's a done deal. He's official like a referee's whistle. So now that it's been almost 24 hours, it's time to get 
a Packers perspective. And to join us now on the phone lines, my guy, Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers. And Peter, we've talked about three times now in less than 24 hours. So the rumors are going to start <laughs> swirling about us pretty soon. <laughs> we got a relationship going that uh, everyone else don't know about. But you heard me, man. It's less than 24 hours. It's almost 24 hours since the news broke. How are you feeling right now? How is how is all the Packer fans feeling? And how do you think the team is feeling knowing Devontae Adams is, in fact, in a, a Raider now? Well, it, you know, in our relationship, I just have to say, you are the superstar. You are the top of market Devontae Adams receiver. And I'm just I'm just a guy that's happy to be here, happy to have you. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, and uh, I'll just be the I'll be the dorky white dude. That's fine. Um, the the shock, I think, is still not worn off from Packer Nation. I mean, this was no genuinely thing. shocking. <laughs> and, and I would say in, in NFL circles, there's very little that can shock you, right? I right. mean, the, the Russell Wilson trade, we knew Russell Wilson was unhappy. We knew Denver was in the market for a quarterback. And when, when that all came together, you know, we thought maybe Aaron Rodgers would have a day of saying, hey, I'm back, isn't that great? And he got about 25 minutes. Uh, but then once it happened, we were all just sort of like, yeah, okay. Like that makes sense. This was one of those where like, I got, I got a, a DM in a, in a media group, group text that was like, I, well, I won't say what it said because I don't want you guys to get fined. And <laughs> it, it, it was holy. And then a word that you can't say in church. And I was just like, what, what could it possibly be? And then that was just not what I was expecting. Um, of all the things that I thought it could be. So I, I think the shock of it is, is really what is, is the big thing that, that uh, I'm taking away from this. I'm still, I'm still sort of shook that Devontae Adams is a, is a Raider. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's, it's still kind of unbelievable. I know a lot of uh, Raider fans have been texting in and just like, man, I can't believe this is a real deal, but Derek Carr gets the best wide receiver that he's ever played with since, since Devontae Adams, you know, since Fresno State with Devontae Adams. So uh, that's exciting, obviously, for this side of the, uh, of the coin, and, and obviously Packer fans are still trying to figure out what's going on. I know we exchanged ideas before about what it would take to get Devontae Adams out of Green Bay. And I know I've had my ideas, you've had your ideas, but the compensation ends up being a first-round pick this year and a second-round pick this year. Are you surprised by that? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Um, I, I think when you look at recent trades, you'll go, well, it's probably not enough. Jamal Adams went for two first-round picks. Khalil Mack went for two first-round picks. Um, or it was a first-round pick and a second, right? I mean, what, I don't right. remember exactly what the, what the details were there, but it was a high second and then – um, Jalen Ramsey, multiple first-round picks. But here's the difference. The Packers have a three-year window here at most with Aaron Rodgers in all likelihood. So your, your 2023 first-round pick, the way that the trade chart works, is if you trade for future picks, they're worth about around less than they would be um, in this year's draft. So a 2023 first is worth about a second round of 2022 pick. Gotcha. And so from that standpoint, the Packers are going, no, no, we need these picks now. Right. Like a first round pick in 2023 might not be able to help us until 2025 when Aaron Rodgers might be out the door. And so those picks need to come right now. I think, I think the Packers are looking at this like from a, from a value standpoint, they're getting a 2022 first and they're getting a 2023 first, but they're getting it in 2022 because it's that, it's that level of value. And now they have four picks in the top 60. Right. That is a lot of ammunition if, let's say, Keenan Allen becomes available 
that is a name that I keep hearing mm. today in conversations with people, that that could be someone who you, you bring in. And that's what I keep saying to Packer fans. It's what I keep saying in interviews. You have to take this move for the Packers in aggregate. What do they do now? Because if, if they trade Devontae Adams for a first and a second, and they go out and they draft a linebacker, uh, an offensive tackle, an edge rusher, and uh, a tight end, you're going, what just happened? <laughs> but let's say they go out and they, they use a first-round pick to trade for D.K. Metcalf or Keenan Allen. And then you go, okay, well, is the, is the, the difference in value of, let's say, downgrading from Devontae Adams to Keenan Allen, and you're giving up one of those first-round picks, is it worth the second-round pick and the $8 million that you save not having to pay Devontae, you get to pay Keenan Allen instead? I would say probably, especially since, you know, like Devontae Campbell is counting $5 million on the cap this season. I think most Packer fans would say if you, if you could trade Devontae Adams for a second-round pick, Keenan Allen, and Devontae Campbell, who was just first-team All-Pro, you'd take that trade if you were a Packers fan. But that hasn't happened yet, Hugh. So we, we right. need to see what they're going to do now. If it's Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and some draft picks, then this is just a, a monumental blow to th- this team who's trying to compete for Super Bowls right this, right this minute, right this second. They're trying to compete for Super Bowls, and right now they are not a Super Bowl contender, I don't think, without some better solution than a hope and a prayer. Right, absolutely. We're talking with Peter Bukowski right now, locked locked on Packers. He's host the show, does a fantastic job. We're on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Let me ask you this, and I kind of asked you this last night uh, about the quarterback situation with Derek Carr and, and Aaron Rodgers. How much of, if any, of you know Aaron Rodgers kind of taking his time to make a decision, even though you know they're not going to drag this out, and him kind of you know holding the team hostage, similar to Brett Favre, but not quite. You know what I mean? How much of that do you think might have worn on on uh, on Devontae Adams? So what's interesting is I don't think this offseason's waiting affected Devontae Adams. I think it was last offseason. And when you when you think about the, the reporting from Ian Rappaport, he said that he thinks because the Packers were willing to do the same or more money compared to the Raiders, which maybe that's true, maybe it's not. But he said if they had offered this deal last August, Devontae Adams would probably be a Packer right now. Right. Well, the reason that that contract wasn't offered was because the Packers didn't know if Aaron Rodgers was going to be the quarterback. And I think their thought was, well, if, if we have to trade Aaron Rodgers next spring, then the prudent thing to do is just blow it up. Just trade everyone, get as many picks as you can, and let's start this thing over. Let's get three firsts and two seconds for Aaron Rodgers, and then a first and a second for Devontae Adams. I think that was the way that they were thinking. Plus, you had to think if you were the Packers that Devontae wanted a premium to not play with Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, if, if he doesn't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. so Or at least to pay for the uncertainty of it. I, I also don't think that we can rule out that Devontae Adams knows how much longer Aaron Rodgers wants to play. This could still be a one- or two-year deal for, for Aaron Rodgers, the way that the, his contract is structured. Money can be pushed out. He can be June one retired, um, and, and things can, can really go year to year. Now, it would be a big cap hit, but it could happen. If Devontae knows Aaron's only going to be there a year or two, maybe he's going, well, wouldn't I rather have five years with my guy Derek Carr um, in Las Vegas and, and getting the same amount of money? I mean, this is one of those classic all things being equal you know, the quarterbacks aren't equal, but he probably has similar affection for both guys. The city's certainly not equal. 
and quality of life certainly not equal. So I, I guess from that standpoint, like if if you had a friend that said, you know, hey, I'm I'm leaving ESPN to go to you know CBS Sports or whatever it is. Now you would never do that, Q. You're a loyal guy, but you know if, if you were going to do that, and they said, well, it's it's uh, the same amount of money um, that that I was offered here. It's a it's a pay increase, but I get to I get to live in a city that I want to live in, and I get to I get to work with my friends. Like, hey, yeah, great, you're signing up for that, right? Yeah, I'm you gone. would not begrudge your friend <laughs> for making that decision. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you would not begrudge your friend for making that decision, right? So I think that that's the, that's the situation that Aaron Rodgers was in. But had the Packers been able to know last August, yes, he will be here for two more years. I don't think Aaron Rodgers thought that in August. Right, and Peter. that Devontae Adams was ready to sign that then I think speaks to his willingness to be in Green Bay. I think the fact that they weren't willing to do that to him is what caused this riff initially to say, mm. we want you here no matter what. I right. don't think they did. Right. All right, Peter, is Aaron Rodgers at this point, is he actively hurting the Green Bay Packers franchise? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, do you guys need a social media juice? Should I, should I do it? Should I go that? Should I, should I go down that rabbit hole? Do it. Um, <laughs> Just, just clip this. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I, I still think there is an appeal to playing with Aaron Rodgers, and he's still one of the best two or three quarterbacks in the league. So he, he's he's low money on the cap this season. He's low money on the cap next season. He's still really, really, really good. Now, if mm-hmm. players are saying I don't want to be there because there's drama, I don't think that's the deal. I don't think that's why Devontae Adams is like I need to get out of here. Um, I, you know, they they have a very good relationship. Um, they're very close friends, and and et cetera, et cetera. But I think I think last year it was hurting the Packers, and I think now they're in a better position because they have clarity of purpose. They see what the what the vision is. They understand the time frame now. It's not hey everything has to be done this season, but it's hey we have three years now to do this, and so it has to be done in this window or we fail. And there's been a little bit of movement with the quarterback position around the league. What could the Packers get for Jordan Love? Is there a market for him at all? Because if I was him, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, why why wouldn't you be right? I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. And you know, I, I, apparently Aaron Rodgers knew about the deal. Um, he he understood um, that that Devontae was not in a good place with with the Packers, and so. You, you have to you have to take that part into account. Aaron Rodgers said, "I want to be on, in on every deal um, that affects my job, my ability to do my job." So he was in the loop on this, and he understood apparently when he signed the deal that Devontae was probably not going to be on this team. I think that speaks to um, Rodgers' commitment to the team that he was willing to do it even without a commitment from Devontae Adams, knowing that this could be as bad as it ended up being. So. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think I think it speaks to uh, a, 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 an about face for Aaron Rodgers in his relationship with the Packers. Talking right now with Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers here on NSA Roughness Radio Nation Radio Nine Twenty. Just got a couple more questions for you, Peter. Wanted to know about Devontae Adams and why he's so stinking good in the red zone. That's an area that the Raiders have struggled in in a major way, but he is the red zone dude. What makes him go, and what makes him so such a great weapon down there? Uh, well, I, I think there's a lot of things. Um, number one, it is Aaron Rodgers' trust in him um, to just get open. Um, you know, you hear stories seemingly every week about, oh, I just gave Devontae a look, and he just knew what I wanted, and would just do it. 
he Rogers sort of expects he's he's like the partner who um, doesn't want to have to say anything, just wants you to know. You know, like he, <laughs> he wants to, he wants to like put put his hoodie up a little bit and for you to understand. Oh, I'm going to go close the window. Right. Like he wants you to um, <laughs> just take the cue, just take the cue without me having to say the thing. He wants he wants you to read his mind. And by the way, that's a really good trait to have on a football field. Jordy Nelson could read his mind. James Jones could read his mind. Devontae Adams could read his mind. And so I think that's why this is such a great pairing for Devontae in Las Vegas. I think if there's anyone that could approach the kind of connection that the Packers had with, with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, it would be Derek Carr and Devontae Adams because they have the muscle memory. They work out in the offseason together at times. And then they have years of you know the Fresno practices, games, all that stuff. It is, it is that because he's going to take a route and whatever's called, he might convert it because of the coverage. And you need to know as the quarterback, okay, he's going to convert this and he's going to run it just like this. And he's going to break just like this and I, the ball needs to be right here. Or I know that this throw doesn't have to be perfect because I know over the top, Devontae is going to have such late hands that if this is just in the right general vicinity, he's going to make the play work. I think that's part of why he's so special. But also, he's the best route runner in football. Right. Like, you can't single cover him in the red zone. It's just, it's over. I mean, as Shaq would say, it's barbecue chicken in the red zone. Like, <laughs> you just can't single cover him. You have to send help. And we saw it against Baltimore. You know, I don't know if your, your audience watched that game. Packers-Ravens, they, they had a package for Devontae Adams. I have not seen a receiver since Calvin Johnson and going back to prime Randy Moss where they would have, they, they treated Devontae like a punt gunner. I mean, they'd have two guys over there and a safety shaded to his side. They were just like, we dare you to beat us with anyone else. And by the way, the Packers put up 30 in that game. <laughs> um, and so they were able to do it without Devontae Adams. And in the red zone, to your point, Q, they put two guys on him, and Devontae got open anyway for a touchdown, like in the low red zone, inside the five. Because wow. he just cooked the defensive back, just absolutely shook him, and he was w- essentially wide open. Um, on a little outbreaker, gave him the inside hezzy and, and went outside, and it's just over. Like, he just, he's so difficult to guard. And just like, you know, God bless him, good luck to all the DBs in the, in the AFC West, the same way it was in the NFC North. Like, Devontae Adams, we all realized Xavier Rhodes was starting to decline when all of a sudden Devontae Adams was just torching this guy every time <laughs> they played. Darius Slay, five years ago, was saying, Maybe not five, but four, three or four years ago, was saying Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. He's the toughest cover in the league because of his release package, because of his route running, and all of a sudden, people are seeing it. People are seeing that guy because he's just he can run any route. He can beat you down the field. He can beat you underneath, and he can beat you after the catch. There's nothing he can't do. And I think when you look around the league, you go, who else has the total package that he does? Who has? You know, we talk about Kyrie and his bag. He's got the Kyrie bag. He's nice. got every handle, every layup, every shot, everything that you could want in, in, a, in a package of a receiver, Devontae can do. And, and those guys, those guys are rare. They're rare, rare. I mean, we're talking, you have to go back to, to what, Tim Brown to talk about a, a Raiders receiver like that, or pro, I guess Randy Moss, but even then, Randy was not that guy. Right. He had a couple things that he did awesome. He didn't have the complete game that, that Devontae Adams does. And it's just, it's, it's, I, I hope for, for your listeners' sake that you guys appreciate just how amazing Devontae Adams is. I'll, I'll say this to you. Packer fans grew to love Devontae because for all of the accolades and all of the productivity, all of the production, 
he always, always, always was a team player first. He always, always, always practiced hard, played hard, and it was never about him. He was a leader in practice, helping receivers with their release package. He, this, this training camp, he might have known in training camp that he was out after this year. He's still working with Eric Stokes, the rookie corner, first-round pick, every day in practice trying to make him better. In addition to getting a great player, one of the best players in football, the Raiders are getting one of the best people in the league as well. And it, you talk about immediate leadership, culture, all that stuff. He is going to make that locker room better just as much as he's going to make the Raiders better on the field. Man, and that's that's a good thing. That's a great thing right there. That's a hell of an endorsement right there. I definitely like to hear that. And Peter, before we let you go, and this has been fantastic, I just got to ask you: You've got Darren Waller, you've got Hunter Renfro, of course, Derek Carr's the trigger man, Josh Jacobs in the backfield, and now Devontae Adams. How much better do those guys, Waller and Renfro, become with Devontae Adams on the outside? Oh my goodness! I mean, he is. We talk about force multipliers in sports, where just by having this guy on the field. He makes everyone around him better. And if you look at some of the advanced numbers, over the last two years, Alan Lazard has been one of the most efficient receivers in football. How many of your listeners even know who Alan Lazard is? Right, <laughs> right, right. He was an undrafted free agent from Iowa State, and he's, he's this like big, tall, powerful guy, does all the dirty work. But he's an incredibly efficient receiver because he always gets single covered, and there's never a safety to his side because the safety always has to shade to Devontae's side, which means the other safety has to shade at least a little to the middle of the field. Randall Cobb last year, one of the most efficient receivers in the league. 21 of his 28 targets went for first down. And it's because of the gravity that Devontae Adams brings. So now if you've got Devontae Adams, where every safety has to be aware of where he is on the field, well, if, you're, if you have to be aware of that guy, then you're not as aware of what Darren Waller is doing. And if you have Hunter Renfro in the slot, now you can't bring safety help over to that guy's side because that guy, you know Hunter is going to cook some corner in the slot because Hunter Renfro with a two-way go is a nightmare. <laughs> and then you, you can't play a, a, a safety down in the box to stop Josh Jacobs because either Devontae or Darren Waller can threaten you down the field. I mean, the, the, the geometry of this team just works so well right now that this offense can be so good. And, and I think if you go back and you look at, at Josh McDaniels, and I'm sure this is something that you've talked about as well, think about it with the guys that he's had. Mm-hmm. He knows how to use and move tight end like Darren Waller. He, he had it in New England. They killed people with those tight ends, with Rob Gronkowski and, and Aaron Hernandez. He knows how to use a slot receiver who knows how to get open. They had a few of those in New England, I think. And then he (laughs) knows how to use a virtuoso number one receiver. They didn't have it that often in New England, but when they did, guess what? The Patriots went 18-0 and with Randy Moss and those boys. So, I mean, I I think Josh McDaniels is the perfect coach for this. I, I, I really, really like the way that this team is put together. They need a little help on the offensive line, but, man, they are, they are so much better today than they were two days ago because of Devontae Adams because he's going to make all those other guys who are already good players that much better.
Fantastic stuff, man. Fantastic stuff. I know Raider Nation all has a big old smile on their face right now after hearing uh, the <laughs> angelic sounds of one Peter Bukowski here on the show. Peter, thank you so much, man. Great stuff as always, brother. Like I said, we're having a relationship now. We've talked three times in less than 24 hours. We'll keep the party rolling, man. I'll talk to you in a few. <laughs> all right, man. All right, good stuff. There he goes, Peter Bukowski. Check him out every day on Locked On Packers. He does a great job covering the Packers like a glove. Well, Raider Nation, I asked Amon to pull up this soundbite of, I was supposed to play it at the beginning of the show, but after hearing that from Peter Bukowski. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I'm just saying. Are you not entertained? Holler at us. Let us know. 702-365-9200. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Last time that I checked, it was five Had a fantastic show. Keeping this thing moving. A lot of really good guests. A lot of good calls and texts. We're going to keep, keep that party going and uh, close out the show strong, as we always do. 702-365-9200. DeMond's got a long list of callers waiting. Who you got up first, man? Who's up? Juice on my T. What's up, Juice? Welcome to the show. Oh, hey, what's poppin', man? Hey, last time that I checked. Hey, Nifty. There you go. Uh, hey, no, I just want to say real quick, dude, you guys are a fire. Come on, y'all. You, you, you guys are the you guys are the you guys are the stuff. Uh, I love the the Chandler Jones. You know, I hate to see in Godway go. You know, you, you didn't expect that, or as a Raiders fan, we didn't expect that. We'll take Chandler Jones and the Devontae Adams thing. It's like, oh, man, like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa, okay. Uh, we we didn't see that. Uh, I have more to say. I don't want to keep too much time. I, I more to, I can talk to you guys, but uh, no, I love it. Thank you for taking my call. DeMond, what's up? Uh, Q, you the man? Uh, yeah, let's go. Raider Nation, what's poppin'? There he goes. Juice saw Mike T. Sound like he's been partying all night long, feeling good about himself. I ain't mad at that. Who's up next? We got, we. you know, we've been inspiring name changes around here. Oh, okay, here. okay. He used to be Jared in the 702. Yeah. But now he's Raider Rod. Raider Rod. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's good? What's good, Q? What's good, Damon? Hey, man, Um, I got a lot of thoughts, and I'm going to try to let it all out. <laughs> um, Yeah, your boy Damon is right. I'm Jared from the 702. No longer in the 505. Look, you, I, I was inspired by you, bro. It was, it was two years ago. We was, I was watching Buffalo in the playoffs, complaining about our guys that were in the game, and you talking about how you're going to get out to Vegas. And I thought to myself, you know what? I could do what I do in any state in the United States. Why not Vegas? Why not now? Man, it took some time. I had to convince the wife. And we here, bro. We here. And, and I just want to say how much love and gratitude I have for Mr. Davis, Mr. Mark Davis, yes, sir. for making this happen. He put it out there. He, he made it happen. He ain't keeping all this money for himself. He ain't building some ridiculous mansion up in the summit, up in the highlands or wherever, whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He is putting it back into the team. And, man, I couldn't be so, so proud. I couldn't be more proud 
Man, today I went down to the palace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cleopatra's palace. And I put down what little stacks I got because, you know what? He showed me he's all about it. I would be sad. I would be hurt if I didn't show how much I believe. Because, bro, I'm here. I moved my family a few hundred miles, two states, just to be here. And I'm telling you, it's all paying off because I believe that Mr. Davis was about them chips. And, man, Q-Dog, I... <laughs> I couldn't be more happy. Bro, I wanted to shed a tear. I go home. I'm telling my boy, get ready. We're going to the bowl. Now, I know it takes a lot, but that's the kind of excitement level I have. That's what I wanted to see. That's why the Gonzalez family is here in the 702. It's because of things like this. Make it happen, Raider Nation. What's up? Let's go. Good call. Good call. Congratulations on the move, my man. I'm so happy for you. Glad that your family's having a good time. And uh, this is an awesome community to be a part of. I've been here since July, and uh, I couldn't be happier, man. So uh, happy for you and uh, glad that you're, you know, seeing all the all the fruits of your labor paying off. That's that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Who we got up next? Fargo Raider. Fargo! Welcome to the show. Hey, Q and Demond. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm sitting up here. In the melting north, happy as hell today. Got Devontae. Man, you can't tell me nothing. Let me <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> Baker, of course he's acting like a child. We've seen him do all them dances on the field. Of course he's acting like a child. He's dancing like one. Grow up, man. <laughs> do the two-step. Nice. Tyler Murray, you look like a child. Of course you're going <laughs> to act like a child. You're the size of my child. Wow. <laughs> Demond, Demond felt some kind of way after that. He got hey, them, take it easy, he man. Got them Kenny Pickett, he got them Kenny Pickett baby hands. You know? <laughs> right. I'm just happy the Raider Nation finally making moves. To all y'all that was out there putting clown faces on Ziegler, go ahead and redact your tweets because you know it ain't right. The man came here to do a job. I'm going to admit myself, I was a little skeptical thinking it might be a rebuild. These guys said... Forget y'all. We're going to win now. That's what I want to see. I want to be able to hold my head up high and know that we ain't scared of nobody in this division. Now people are talking about Deshaun went to the Browns. Man, do you know how cold it is <laughs> off of a lake in the north? Mm-hmm. Get about feeling what the ball feels like. Bro, just remember what your fingers felt like. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stonehand out there, too. Dude was dropping out routes in Oakland where the low might be 40. What do you think he's going to do in negative weather? Worried about it. First of all, they're not in our division. And got number two for a reason. Number two work for. You know what I'm saying? That's a little little message right there for him. If somebody could relay that to old Pooper, tell him Fargo Raiders said he ain't ready for this cold. Thank you guys for taking my call, and you have a great day. <laughs> no doubt, my man. Appreciate you. Getting strange, man. Yeah, man. Hey, Coop's like, what the hell just happened to me? I, I got to go to Cleveland. <laughs> I'm already I'm already catching strays. I'm in Cleveland. Got the shot Watson, but the hell are they going to do? I'll tell you that. that I'm really interested to see how that dynamic shakes out in Cleveland because I'm like Fargo Raider. I don't, see the, I don't see nothing good coming from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you see like your homeboy get with a girl and you're like, oh, that's going to be a terrible relationship. Like, ain't neither one of those going to be good for each other. 
Like you know that that's going to end bad. Yeah, give it about 36 hours. We'll hear about how bad that relationship is. It ain't like you and Kayla. You know, you guys have been going strong. Who we got up next, man? Okay. Who we got? <laughs> Enough of that. Who's up next, man? Passionate Rudder. Passionate. What's up, Doc? Man, Q. Come on. Life is real. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. But, Q, when I said rebuild the other day, I'm not meaning like the, the, the whole house is upside down, but everything is new. This is all new. I don't know about you, but I know me. My whole life. I've never had nothing like this happen to me ever with my Raiders. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. So, you know, as all this is falling on top, I, I just couldn't put myself up again and thinking, and you couldn't have paid me to believe this. You couldn't have paid me. But you know what? For every move that was made, Ziggler, Ziggler did a Ziggler. Did it dirty. And I think we got the upper hand, like Fargo said, man. I don't know. Green's still got to be played. It's yeah, it's only March. It's only March. Man, it's still. It's still. You had to tell me a couple of weeks ago, man. It's calling down. Things were going to happen again. I think there are faithful Raider fans out there who kept in touch and kept me grounded and kept me sane from everything I've been going through these past two weeks, man. Mama's coming home on Sunday, man. She, she's a soldier, man. She is a soldier. And guys' prayers are real. Hey, man. Great, hey, great call. Glad to hear that Moms is coming back. Your phone started to cut out. Actually, it's been cutting out for a little bit, but we got you. We got the gist of it, man. I know you're pumped up, and we're all pumped up for you that Moms is coming home. That's what really matters in the whole grand scheme of things. And, yeah, man, that's a good thing. Uh, who we got up next? ABA Avin Davis. ABA, what's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, my man? Chill it, man. I know we ain't got much. Hey, that's good. What's up, DeMar? <laughs> what's poppin'? <laughs> okay, uh, but anyway... Uh, I just want to let you know I'll be out there July the 15th, man. I'd love to meet you guys. But uh, you know, on about this uh, juggernaut that we just created, there's only one other time I can remember in my lifetime where one player changed the entire fortune, and that's when we had the Hall of Famers at corner. Right. Mike Haynes, well, we've got Mike Haynes to go with uh, Lester Hayes. Nice. And uh, that changed the whole defense. I think that that's what he could do uh, for this team. I mean, who do you guard? Oh, I think you just cut out. They just cut Clark. out. Oh, you did. But actually, one person we're forgetting about that's going to benefit the most, and it's not. It's the. You, oh man, the phone's. Hold on. Stop the offense, man. There's going to be gaping holes. What, so, so as, as a defense coordinator, who do you, I guess you got to load up and try to outscore? Because I think if, we're going to be literally anytime we want, we can score a touchdown there. We should 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 be the, should be the case. That should be the case. They should be able to score whenever they want. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we had a few little issues there going on at the phone, but uh, hopefully we got that cleaned up. Who we got next? Mike in L.A. Mike. All right, there you wow, go. Wow, Mike in L.A. He <laughs> took that as I said. We're going to be able to get you on now, Mike in L.A. Wow, that's all right. That's I tried. all right. Yeah, we try to get as many as possible. Phone's starting to mess up a little bit at the end there, anyway, so that's okay. Uh, Vinny Bonsignor is at the T.I. Treasure Island, four to six p.m. He'll have plenty of insight for you. He'll have a lot of good stuff for you to get away as well. If you're riding around town trying to, you know, get it this weekend. Going out to the TR, man. Go on and say what's up to Vinny. Go get hooked up. He's got you. He's got all the goodies for you. Plus, of course, like I said, he's got plenty of knowledge to drop on you. Got a couple texts I want to get to real quick before we uh, close out the show. Sir Whiskey Ray said, Q&D, it's Friday. 
I'm still looking for DeMond to call me back after that fantastic news of Devontae Adams. Not only is DeMond holding out, but I still want to go to Burger King for that number seven combo later tonight for dinner. Sincerely, Kayla. That's a... I didn't say that was so risky, Ray. Yeah, well, we hung out last night. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, why, why are you going to tell me we only got a minute left in the show? I know, right? It's so little time. Oh, man. No wonder you didn't take No wonder. See, I was trying to get a hold of DeMond to talk about the show last night. No, he was and not. And he was not returning my call. Because he was all. busy hanging out with Kayla. Mm, mm, mm. See how you do me? I'm glad I wasn't hurting or anything. I'm glad I wasn't. I wasn't in need of, uh, you know, like the car had some issues on the you side of the road. You know funny that you say that real quick? You remember the other night when we had that group chat going? Yeah, with Vinny? Yeah, I was out with Kayla that night, too. See, oh, see? No wonder you didn't respond. You really didn't respond that night, either. You let Vinny out to dry. You left him hanging. Vinny at the TI right now. Just know your homeboy, Damon, left you hanging out to dry for Kayla. We'll holler on Monday, Mass Rare Nation Radio, 920.